Hello and welcome back to season two of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. I'm Arwen from Even Star Wellbeing and I'm delighted to be here as your host. This season we'll continue to, of course, focus on your well-being and all aspects of that, including Even Star Five Star Wellbeing, which covers food, sleep, movement, surroundings, and being. And being, in case you're wondering, is absolutely everything else everything I view as a holistic way to improve your health and well-being I am currently training in medical astrology to add that feather to my cap and I'm delighted to bring you some feature episodes on astrology and the zodiac and uh, also continue to interview other experts and specialists in different areas of well-being. I really hope you enjoy this series. Please make sure that you share it and rate it and that will help other people to find it. Thank you so much and be well. Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Five Star Wellbeing Podcast. I'm really excited to bring you my second in my astrology series and today we are talking all about Taurus. Once again, apologies that I am getting this out right towards the end of Taurus season but um, I unfortunately have just come out of lockdown, lockdown number four here in Melbourne, Australia, and my good recording microphone was in my office, which was more than 10 kilometers away from my house. So I had to wait the Taurus blog. You might have noticed that's been up on the website for a little while, but I wanted to get this recorded version out as well in case that is how you prefer to learn and to get your information. So I hope that you find this episode really helpful. I'm really certainly focused on what you need to know if you've got Taurus energy and you want to have yourself being as healthy and happy and well as you can be because that is the nature of the five star well-being podcast but there's also lots of general information about Taurus Taurus characteristics and why you should listen to this information if you've got somebody in your life who is a Taurus um, even if that's not you I do give you several opportunities through the episode to go back to my uh, first episode on Aries because there's a lot of general information in that one um, which I don't cover again in the Taurus episode so feel free to head back to episode 18 of the podcast all about Aries and covering the basic information about sidereal astrology and why that is the system that I use and also some other stuff around you know the houses and other things that I don't go into great depths in in this episode. I would love it if you would like to reach out to me to understand your own horoscope a bit better. I will put a link in the show notes where you can book a session with me to do that. I've still got them offered at the rock bottom price of 30 Australian dollars the reason for that is that I am still studying astrology myself so I don't feel comfortable to 
charge more but certainly people are getting lots and lots of benefit and really useful information out of those sessions so I hope that you will book in with me and if you don't want to do a session but you just want to understand whether perhaps Taurus is something that you need to consider then please do contact me and I can just quickly um, run your birth details through my software and let you know whether you need to pay attention to Taurus or not. Anyway, enough waffling on from me. I hope you enjoy the episode. So hello and welcome to this second in my series on astrology. And for this second episode, we are covering the second sign of the zodiac, Taurus. And I want to remind you that if you missed the first one where I covered Aries, then you can go back to the previous episode of the podcast or previous video, depending on how you are accessing this information and check it out, please do. So with Taurus, we are in a grounded pleasure loving season. Now, I am actually recording this once again, right before the end of this season. I'm recording on the 12th of June and we've actually got a week to go in Taurus season in accordance with the sidereal astrology system. Now, if you missed the last episode, you may want to go back to that as well, where I talk a lot more about sidereal astrology, how that system works and why I'm using it. But I will just say that if uh, you happen to catch this recording really quickly um, and you can access an astronomy website or an app um, like Starwalk, I think is the one I have on my phone, then you can actually see that the sun is currently sitting in the constellation of Taurus. Now, if you were using the tropical western system of astrology, the most commonly used one, that would be telling you that the sun is currently in Gemini and that is just factually incorrect and this is why I'm just a total convert to the sidereal system. So it's really um, linked in with astronomy. It's, it's where the stars and the planets actually are at the moment and using astrology in that way. So to me it just makes common perfect sense and I certainly am finding that with the charts that I'm doing in the sidereal astrology system they're super accurate and uh, really detailed down to little facts that um, just are so true for people so absolutely loving it complete convert and I'd really encourage you to check out some more information about it either in my previous episode on Aries or have a google have a look on Ecosia which is my preferred web browser because they plant trees when you do a search um, and just see what you can find out about it. So anyway let's get into Taurus. So the dates for Taurus in the sidereal system are May the 13th to June the 19th and as you will learn uh, if you do look into a bit more about sidereal astrology these dates are not set in stone either. It's a couple of centuries over which they will change, but they're not going to always be for the rest of eternity, those particular dates due to procession, which I will let you check out in the previous episode or your own searches. Okay, so um, the reason that 
the, um, the dates are for more than five weeks for Taurus is that the constellation is quite large. So this is what sidereal astrology does as well, is it actually looks at the actual size of the constellations. It doesn't, doesn't just divide the zodiac up into four equal um, divisions, for, uh, sorry, for 12 equal divisions of the pie. And in fact, in sidereal astrology, we use 13 signs. Um, but it actually divides the, the wheel of the zodiac up in accordance with the size of the constellations that we're looking at. So Taurus is quite big, therefore the dates for Taurus are for more than five weeks. So um, who really needs to pay attention to this particular blog? this particular video or podcast depending on how you're accessing the information is obviously people born between those dates what that means is that your sun sign is in Taurus and that means that you identify as a Taurus you see yourself you express yourself with that Taurian energy and that means that you will see yourself as patient as reliable and certainly as productive as well the other people who really need to pay attention to this particular episode are people who may have their moon in Taurus or their ascendant in Taurus. Now for those things you do need to know how to read your astrology natal chart. If you want a hand with that please do feel free to reach out to me I'm more than happy to let you know. Um, so if your moon is in Taurus that's going to mean that you need to feel Taurus qualities for emotional fulfillment. So it would mean that you need the security of a stable environment. You need to be able to use all of your senses because Taurus is in charge of all of our senses and really loves to be able to experience life and especially pleasure through all of the senses. And uh, very connected to nature as well. So you need all of those things for emotional fulfillment if your moon is in Taurus. If your ascendant or your rising sign is Taurus, that means that that is the sign. Taurus is the sign that was on the eastern horizon when you were born. And that is what you are becoming or developing through this lifetime. So as a Taurus rising, it means you're becoming persistent, you're also becoming relaxed, calm, stable, and you're striving for security and enjoyment. So lastly, in this context, so this, um, my work is all around well-being, and as such, I am also currently studying medical astrology. And if we're looking at what Taurus means for health and well-being, we want to consider what is in your sixth house. So again, you need to be able to read your astrology chart and please reach out if you want to understand how to do that. Um, if Taurus is on the cusp of your sixth house, so Taurus is the sign at the start of your sixth house, being the house of health and well-being then all of this information I'm going to give you is really relevant um, so yeah please also the uh, previous episode I did on Aries did cover a bit more information about the houses and what they are but basically they're areas of life and the sixth house is the area of health and well-being of course if you have someone significant in your life who 
uh, fits into any of these things with Taurus as well, a Taurus Sun, Moon or Ascendant or in their sixth house, then it would um, be a great idea to really pay attention to this information as well. Um, it will help you to understand them and help you to look after them if there's somebody in your life that you need to nurture and nourish. Um, Okay, so Taurus is a earth sign. So previously we had Aries, a fire sign. Taurus is the first of and the earth signs and its, uh, also, its mode is fixed, which means that it's really going to bring us back to ground after the fire that was started in Aries. So earth signs are unsurprisingly very grounded signs. They like predictability, they prefer to live in the material world as opposed to the, the dream world um, and have a really practical outlook. Um, because of their constant drive for security, earth signs can be slow to change. They're not going to like lots of um, changing uh, of anything, of you know where they live, of what they do, of who's around them. Um, they want slow and steady pace to life that they can predict and that they understand and feel safe in. Sometimes that can mean that they're too slow. Taurus is the most earthy of the earth signs because of this fixed mode that I just mentioned. So that means that Taurian energy really dislikes unfamiliarity. Taurus can be stubborn and lazy because it will avoid and procrastinate about change. Taurus really values reliability and as such is very faithful and dependable itself. Taurus is usually gentle, sweet and modest and tends to be popular because its friends can rely on it, especially when it comes to enjoying the good things in life. So uh, where Western astrology was developed in the Northern Hemisphere, um, Taurus season is the middle of spring, a time of fertility and growth. So it's really where the roots of the plants are digging into the soil, just like Taurus becoming really rooted and grounded. Um, but where I am in the Southern Hemisphere and many other people as well, we're instead at the end of autumn during Taurus, but I really feel the energy of Taurus as well with that. I think it's, um, there's a real energy of kind of hunkering down, um, going into your safe little burrow in preparation for winter. Um, we're also surrounded by beauty in nature during autumn, as we are in spring. But, you know, those beautiful earthy colours of red, orange and yellow are abundant. And we can really enjoy the pleasures of the natural and material world in that way. Um, we also have sunny days as the earth takes its fertility into hibernation. So we're really looking at Taurus from that antipathetic point of view. And once again, in the first episode, I did talk about how we can look at the signs with a sympathetic or an antipathetic view. Taurus is ruled by the planet Venus, and Venus is commonly associated with romance. Um, but it's really all about value. So it's about what we find beautiful in all ways. So it's not just, you know, physical beauty, 
but it's what we value, what we want to bring into our lives. The Venus energy is about attraction, attracting what we want. Whereas Mars, which we had with Aries, is about going out and getting what we want. So Venus um, and Taurus, therefore, is, is a feminine sign. It's a yin sign. And um, we can see that as well with the sign of Taurus, which is the bull. And the symbol of the horns of the bull actually are the same as a moon. It's, it's a crescent moon, which really brings, highlights that feminine energy. Um, so the bull is the big, strong, steadfast male cow. And that is, you know, the perfect symbol for this energy of Taurus. So I mentioned before the sixth house of health and well-being. In astrology, each of the signs rule one of the houses and Taurus being the second sign rules the second house. And the second house is our house of what we value. It's our house of material possessions um, and uh, money and finances definitely come into there but it's really about you know values what we value so if you have planets in the sign or it sorry in the second house then that is what you're going to value so for example if you had Venus in your second house that would mean that you really valued beauty physical beauty aesthetic beauty and uh, you know possibly really value romantic relationships as well um, so planets and signs in this second house illustrate how we obtain and utilize our resources. So it's commonly called um, the house of resources. Um, and also about how we identify with the natural and material world. So for myself, I have Saturn in my second house, which means I really value boundaries and structure. And those who know me will certainly be able to vouch for that. Okay, so let's move on to the body aspects of Taurus as we are focusing on our well-being. Um, each sign of the zodiac has a particular body type associated with it and that is going to be in relation to its element and as we've said Taurus is an earth element so it's going to have the typical earthy body type which is solid um, it's strong it's compact it's a heavy build you know big bones thick hair um, and this body type can certainly tend towards having excess weight. Now, I want to just highlight here that in most cases, people's body type relates to their ascendant or their rising sign rather than their sun sign. So if you are someone who's born during those dates, May 13th to June 19th, um, then it's unless you have an earth rising sign as well, then you may well not have that kind of body type. So when we think about Earth, what, what its nature is, what it's like, it's cold and it's dry, but it can tend towards moisture as well. The Taurus constitution, therefore, tends to be cold and dry, having a great tendency for stagnation and accumulation. So hence that excess weight. So the, the Earth Taurian body type will tend to accumulate fat to accumulate water, to accumulate lymph. Taurus rules 
body parts including the neck and all the cervical vertebrae, the throat, um, so all the, the things in the throat, your tonsils, your pharynx, your larynx, your thyroid gland really importantly. So um, via the thyroid which is in that area, Taurus rules metabolism and also storage systems which makes sense because that's its nature is to store. It also rules the ears and all five senses but especially the ears, uh, the shoulders, the base of the skull and the, the um, lower jaw and also the bottom of the brain so the occipital region of the brain. So what this means is that Taurus can tend towards ailments in these areas. So common ones are injuries or illnesses in those parts of the body. So, you know, a sore neck, um, throat infections, um, uh, shoulder uh, out of place, you know, all those kinds of things. Thyroid issues, especially a low functioning thyroid weight gain as we've mentioned before and um, this particular type a taurine type will find it really difficult to lose weight high blood pressure slow digestion and constipation because remember it's all about that you know accumulating and holding on to things and hemorrhoids as well Taurus does generally have a really strong constitution it won't fall ill easily um, because of that holding on nature, um, it can, however, mean that when it does become ill, a Taurian type will really hold on to the illness as well, unfortunately. So illnesses can tend to become chronic or really lingering for Taurian types. Now, just remembering again, we're especially talking about um, Taurian energy in the sixth house. So if you have Taurus in the sixth house, um, also if you have Venus in your sixth house and the first house as well which is the house of the the physical body so they're the main ones but certainly if you have Sun or moon as well in Taurus then you these are things to be aware of so you probably know I'm always talking about what I call the seven essential energies commonly known as the chakras and it's good to just think about well what chakras what essential energies is Taurus associated with and it really has strong connections with the first chakra or what I like to call foundation energy that whole you know being grounded safe and secure that is all about that energy and it's um, yeah it's, it's real desire for for that for stability and security However, we also need to definitely um, connect Taurus energy with the second chakra or what I like to call creation energy because of its love of beautiful things. This is really the energy of the second chakra. So it's love of beautiful and delicious things. It's love of beauty in general, that real Venusian influence, the influence of Venus, its ruling planet. So what can we do if we have one of these Taurus constitutions? What can we do for our health and well-being? First of all, 
Um, just a reminder, so I have a system called Even Star Five Star Wellbeing, where um, I'm considering five the five key elements to holistic health and wellbeing that I believe you need to consider when you're trying to overcome any health or wellbeing concern, or just get yourself into a place of feeling absolutely fabulous. So the first one for Taurus is definitely movement. Taurians really need to move. They're inclined to not move. Um, so they don't tend to prioritize movement and it's really something that they need to get into a good secure routine with. And once they do that, then it'll be fine because that's something they're familiar with um, and it helps them to feel secure and like, you know, life is good because they're doing the same thing each day um, but you know really because they have that tendency towards stagnation um, which is going to mean toxic overload their body isn't processing toxins appropriately and also obviously the weight gain element and the fact that they tend to overindulge they love beautiful delicious foods and can really overindulge like that so please if you have a taurine um, energy in your chart make sure you are prioritizing movement make it something that you like to do that's the same for everybody but especially for taurus and do it regularly get it into your routine so it's a part of that stable secure everyday life that you have um, I do have a blog all about the magic of movement which will tell you so much more about why you need to move. A number of videos and podcast episodes as well about that as well so please check them out. Um, sleep is the second element of five star well-being that I'll talk about here. Um, probably not a major concern for Taurus because they you know like that sort of stable steady um, routine so they're probably going to tend to be better with sleep than perhaps some other energies but if they're in a bad routine with sleep then it's going to be hard for them to break that habit so um, if you are in a bad sleep habit then please again check out all the the blogs that I have on sleep um, and episodes interview in fact the previous episode of the podcast if you're a podcast uh, listener was with the sleep whisperer deeper who gives us heaps of information about how to improve your sleep um, okay third aspect of five-star well-being is what I call being so it really covers everything not covered in the other four aspects and um, in relation to Taurus I think that whole being mindful and using moderation with eating and drinking is really important and appropriate management of emotional well-being as well because taurines have that holding on energy they can find it quite difficult to express emotion um, and may hold on to negativity you know to, to not great emotions as well so being aware of that and using other practitioners or friends and family to help you express yourself and let all all the full range of emotions be a part of your life meditation would probably be a really good thing um, well it is great for everybody but a good way to really access your inner self uh, bark flowers are um, always a beautiful gentle way to balance energies and the particular the one that's highly recommended for Taurus is gentian 
There are a lot more and the ones I'd recommend would depend on exactly what you were trying to manage. So please get in touch if you'd like to know some other bark flowers for yourself. And we also recommend with medical astrology cell salts um, and the one for Taurus is Nat Foss. This is something that I don't um, use a lot. They're quite a difficult supplement to manage because you have to take them four times a day. Um, you can often, you can buy them um, lactose free, but so many people um, have problems with lactose. I, I just, they're, they're something that's worth considering. Have a look at it, um, do a web search on those cell salts, but it's not something that I think is your first go-to. I'd go to the bark flowers first or the essential oils, which I'm going to talk about. Food. So um, we've already said many times, Taurus loves the good things in life and loves the good, delicious, rich foods. Um, can be have a tendency to go for carbs a bit too much. So a great tip with that is to um, use your carbs in the form of resistant starch. So what that means is you cook it. So say you cook your pasta, you cook your rice, you let it completely cool and then you eat it, uh, you reheat it and the starch will be a lot more um, resistant to being broken down quickly by your body. Um, avoiding dairy is a great idea because of that tendency to, um, to stagnate. So we're thinking of mucus and mucus production can be really stimulated by too much dairy. Um, so it's a good thing to avoid as a Taurian. Having iodine rich foods is great for your thyroid. So thinking of all the seaweeds, kelp, um, sea salt. Next episode of the podcast, I've actually got an interview all about the throat um, and looking after the throat, the truth energy. So feel free to check that out when it comes out. Um, Avoiding malted foods, including alcohol. So alcohol is obviously something that Taurus is going to love, but really needs to be moderated. Um, sodium sulfate foods are great. So that includes spinach, onion, Swiss chard, cabbage, cauliflower, cucumber, celery, apples, radishes, pomegranates, stone fruit. So there's heaps there. Lots of water to keep everything moving. We want to really try and avoid stagnation. So moving the body and moving the digestive system with lots of water and lots of fiber, really essential. There are some great herbs to eat for Taurus, including having black pepper on everything, basil, thyme, turmeric and sage. And then also herbs that we might like to use as a herbal tea. Um, some great ones for Taurus are licorice, nettle, valerian, dandelion and sage. And there are some others as well. So if you're interested in those, just get in touch. And then um, lastly, looking at our surroundings, which is our last aspect of even star five star wellbeing. Um, there are a huge list of essential oils that would be great for Taurus. Um, you can check them out on the blog, which will be linked in the notes. But 
just to really quickly run through them without um, talking about why I'm suggesting them, check that out in the blog instead. But essential oils for Taurus are thyme, clary sage, black pepper, basil, blue tansy, lemongrass, myrrh and wild orange. So there you go Taurus, I hope that was useful for you. Once again, please feel free to reach out if you want to understand the part that Taurus plays in your life. I'm still offering my super cheap El Plata astrology reading. It's just $30 Australian and um, we can certainly do appointments by Zoom or Skype or any other method. So anywhere that you are in the world, I'm happy to help you out with that. That is an absolutely rock bottom price for an astrology reading, but I just feel like that's the right thing for me to do at the moment while I'm still studying myself. So please take care and uh, apologies that I did get this out just before the end of Taurus season, but with um, Gemini, I will start to get on top of it and get them out a bit quicker. Thank you so much. Be well. Well, there you are, my beautiful, resilient, steadfast Taurians. I hope you found that information useful. Don't forget, please do reach out if you would like to understand how Taurus fits into your own astrology chart. There is a link in the show notes to take you through to book with me. But otherwise, please feel free to just contact me via my website at www.evenstarwellbeing.com. I would love it if you would rate this podcast. You can do that again via the link in the show notes or on whatever system you are podding on today. Really appreciate a star rating and a review. That would be really helpful to get this information out to more people. Thank you so much for listening and please be well.